1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. I remember like 30 years ago, you know, when cable was really, it was, it was, it was penetrating America like crazy. Like we, we basically went to a hundred percent penetration between direct TV and cable and Springsteen had a song with a line that said, and this is quaint now, 57 channels and nothing on. Yeah. He had a song. 57. 57. Right. I got 600 channels and there's nothing on. <laughs> nothing on. I got nothing 40. On. Listen to you people. I Have got, you watched Crime Scene Kitchen? I, I got, Have you watched Crime Scene I, Kitchen? I got 40 channels. This is a cooking show. We say it's a cooking show. Have you watched Crime Scene Kitchen? Hold on a second. I'll answer I that want momentarily. An I will, I will give you an answer. Senator, I will answer your question in a moment. All right. I got 30 channels that aren't even English. <laughs> That I couldn't possibly watch. <laughs> Gotta be, got be so fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I haven't watched Crime Scene Kitchen. You know what the the premise yeah, I do. is? They 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 go in and there's eggshells and there's some flour on the counter and they have to replicate the meal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's just a dish. Okay. One. Okay. A casserole yeah, or something. I, well, usually it's you know like a cake. Is it any good? Because I've looked at that and gone, I really don't care. I've watched about three episodes of it so far because yeah. it's on right after Stars on Mars. You don't have to change the channel or anything. <laughs> What's the Johnny Knoxville show, the reality show oh, that I premiered after America's Funniest Home Videos this week? Oh, no. And I went, yep, that's what we're going to get, Johnny Knoxville during this writer's strike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some new- of it. There's gonna Launching be... a bottle rocket out of his crack. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a judge now. He's on a oh, panel. okay. He's sitting and he's... Well, anyway. Okay, go ahead. Uh, crime Scene Kitchen. I finally saw uh, some some people bake a nearly identical piece to what they were supposed to. I mean, there's a lot of guessing and goofing around. Are these around bakers and, or chefs or uh, yeah, who's yeah. doing it? Well, Is it guys like a, you and me a, and Rock that would be on a There's a couple of different groups. There's self-taught bakers and there's classically educated bakers. Okay. Street smart bakers and your classically trained bakers. I guess so. Okay. Street smart. I don't know if I yeah, call I learned that, it on the street. Picked it up as I went along. I didn't go to college. Sounds so, right. sounds so filthy. That's what I want. Those cupcakes yeah. on the street. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I wouldn't mind that if I were on the show. Uh, let, me tell you about, let me tell you about street cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> and not what, they, what you think they right. are. Right. Yeah. All right. But Is there a prize? I was just, I think it's $100,000. Wow. I was just shocked these these. Two women, African American women, uh, with just a couple of clues, and after they after they sh- you know go over what the clues were that you should have picked up on in order to bake whatever they're baking, it all seems so obvious. It's like why well, would you yeah. ignore? That's how why things would you are. Ignore a thing. Hold on, I have a question. So there's a kitchen. It's a set, right? It's a kitchen. Yeah, there's a lot of kitchens. A lot of, okay, but. Well, each team has to have its kitchen. Oh, they're not cooking the same dish? No, they are. They're, each team gets a look at the, the kitchen. The crime the scene. Crime. Okay, so they get to go in and examine it. For how yeah. long? Like it's two minutes. That's it? 
Yeah. It's all they get. Do they, they go through the garbage. They look in the sink yes, to see yes. what bowls were used. They look in the sink. They look in the look dishwasher. In the they look in yeah. the garbage. They look okay. in the refrigerator. They look all, right. all over the place. All right. Who's the host? Uh, it's uh, uh, Joel McHale is one. <laughs> Star of. What was it when he was doing the NASCAR race? <laughs> was it Daytona? Please welcome it's the star of Fox's Animal, animal Control. Yes. Yeah. Saturday so night. Got, yeah. Got two two paychecks coming in. <laughs> no, I think Animal Control's gone. You no, I saw me. a promo what? for the next season. Animal Control is up and alive. That's coming back. Yes. No, it's not. There's a writer's strike. And that well, exciting new season yeah. of after animal the writer's strike, yeah. it'll be coming back. Please welcome the star of Fox <laughs> hit series Animal Control. <laughs> And then, and then there's what two other joke. people who also host and judge with him. <laughs> okay. so there's But okay. you don't know who they are. I mean, I could say their names, and you might know their faces if you saw their faces, but okay. you won't know uh, Curtis Stone and Yolanda Gamp. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. I don't know who they are. Curtis Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Please welcome Curtis Stone <laughs> I think and Yolanda a... Gamp, the stars. <laughs> I think Curtis is a, just... he's Aussie, I think. Who? Yolanda, who? Gamp. It's pronounced yeah. Gamp. Gamp. Yeah. G A. Never heard of that one. M. Two P. What's her background? Gamp. Let me see. I don't know. I mean, she's a, she, some kind of foodie. She's not some off Broadway hit somewhere or something like that, she's like Kitty Carlisle. She's a YouTuber. <laughs> Is she? Okay. okay. Yolanda she's Gamp. A, she's a cake artist. Like Peggy Cass was on To Tell the Truth. Well, you know, and to be fair, I never asked. Well, maybe I did, but I never got to the bottom of who Peggy Cass was or Bill Cullen or Tom Poston or all those. I wasn't she, sure what uh, just some kind of actors. She bakes and decorates cakes on uh, YouTube. Okay. So she's, so that's she's her a, background. She's, yeah, so she's right. a, a judge and a... Okay, well, then they got the right person. She's not a, uh Atlanta housewife or something like that. No. Okay. No. So they got a chance to look at the kitchen, and they have to decide, based on what they see there, what they have to bake. Yolanda Gamp. And these, and these, these two black women replicated the thing. What was it? It was like a two-tiered cake. Ooh. And each tier had two layers, so yeah. you got like to count the pans and the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, that had a uh, a like a wedge cut out of it, and that's the style. Oh, now. okay, all right. And somebody who's in the uh, is it always someone a, who's kind of in the cake business that's what I was would know say. that you would know that if you're uh, okay. Hold on, question: Is it always a dessert? Is it always a or can it be like uh, they made pot roast? Here they a uh, carrot peeler baked, uh, baked a a kind of a potato peeler uh, like a big pot pie for the opening round okay. last night. All right, so it's not okay, but not often. Usually, it's just some kind of sweet cake. Okay, she has uh, four point three million subscribers yeah. on you know, your YouTube you know what, channel. You know what Yolanda Gamp says when she hears Bob and Brian? She goes, "Bob and Brian, the stars of Milwaukee Radio." Yeah, she does that bit for her friends. Yeah. They crack up. She yeah, has her own line of yeah, let's yeah. sure let's laugh baking. It up. Yeah, radio Stuff. joke boy. Right. Yolanda Gamp doesn't get out of bed for this nonsense. <laughs> you putts. 
She had chunks of you know chunks of careful, dudes like you careful, in her stool. She is about she is about the level of celebrity we get to interview on this yeah. show all the time. And she'll show up and I'll be, hey girl, how yeah. are you? Love your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll talk about, hey, I love you on what? Would it, what's it called? Crime detective? scene, crime kitchen. scene, kitchen, not kitchen detective. But okay. uh, yeah. And the, and then you know they, they what was it called? It was like they took a big slice out of it, and then they had to decorate where the where the mm. cake was removed with. Yeah, it was a pretty complicated cake. Did the judges to, taste to figure, it? Yes, they taste it too. So they have yeah, they so taste just, it. And they poke around with it and see how dry it is or moist it is or what it tastes like or if they got the the flavor of the you know cake part right. Mm-hmm. And I was just amazed that someone could duplicate something that exactly with the clues that they had. Did they do anything with Jello and carrots and marshmallows or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. You know, but the Pyrex dish. Well, they had they had carrots last <laughs> night. They didn't know what to do with. Because now it's the time of year that the Jello stuff is. Probably going to be served more than ever. It's a cool, refreshing treat, and uh-huh. with summer and all that, it's a nice picnic dish. You know, it's like who wants Jello? And then you put a dab of Cool Whip on it. That's a non-dairy topping, by the way. Yeah, keep that in mind I when you're having it. Can't remember the last time I had Jello. No, I can't either. Really, nobody makes Jello around me anymore. Was, Jello it, used to be it a, used to be a regular part of my life. I bet yeah. I I bet I didn't go a week as a kid without some <laughs> bowl of Jello. I'm not kidding. In the refrigerator, that you know, it's like, oh, there's Jello. I guess I'll have some Jello. I think it was something that was advertised to us a lot more at that time mm-hmm. too. Jack Benny was like a famous endorser of Jello in the radio days. Yeah. Did he? And the, and the Jello jingle was something everyone knew. J E L L O and. I still have Jello, Jello. used to Jello used to advertise on TV all the time, and you know Bill Cosby was Jello pudding. Uh, I, he was a big endorser now of the pudding use brand. Jello for parties for Jello shots. You know, yeah, after a Packer now, touchdown, hey everybody, yeah. Jello shot. Here right. we go. I don't. Someone on the Fourth of July parade just had yeah. him in a bag, walking right. in the parade, right. handing just them out. Hand them out. They're loaded <laughs> up with tequila. Be or, right. So yeah, I don't know. You need a permit for that. Who's pushing Jello now? If they have a commercial, a jingle, or a spokesman, yeah, Jello is. My mom makes Jello still for still there, but the special occasions. Does, does, yeah. is there a yeah. mold? Yeah, does she have is. the molds? Yeah, does she hang them on the wall? No, because kitchens were it's like when, a Tupperware mold. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. it wasn't unusual to go to someone's house and see a couple Jello molds hanging on the kitchen those wall. Metal a, molds, yeah, yeah. yeah. these are plastic, right? Copper color, yes, yeah. She has. Yeah. A, it's got a. Jello was a, a top big deal. That snaps right on there, and she'll bring it over and yeah. Yeah. turn yeah. it upside down. And the, the trick right is getting it out plate. in the shape of the mold and not having some of it stick. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. And, and I actually, think that's, you set it in warm water in the sink for a second or two to kind of get it to melt, loosen just up. Yeah, it's and a holiday boom. favorite. Holiday favorite. So Christmas, Fourth of July, yeah, Labor They're Day, different Jellos. Yeah, the. Uh, like Thanksgiving, Christmas Jello is uh, that's a favorite. The kids call it awesome Jello. It's, yeah, uh, really. Is that the layered with the different colors? Yeah, it's got yeah. like sour cream, a layer yeah, of sour yeah. cream right, in the can, middle, and you strawberries. Dress, you could dress a, that crap a strawberry, up. Strawberry. Uh, yeah, 
Jello is just a base. I mean, if you got, if you heard you were getting, you know, someone was bringing a Jello mold and it was just Jello, orange, mm-hmm. red. Even, even if you, you know, <laughs> don't like all the other stuff that's made with Jello, you'd look at it and go, "What's with just the Jello?" <laughs> I brought Jello. Yeah. yeah. What, what do we? You know that summertime one that's all the it's like a rainbow all yeah. the different yeah, colors layered jello yeah yeah you got that one but you're right with the cream cheese or whatever in there that's uh that's a that, good one yeah that's a good one that's not just a jello no basically it's jello with something good in it other you know jello is a good way to get your kids to eat i don't know olives i've seen jello with <laughs> olives in it carrots, yeah. Pineapple. yeah 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 exactly what do you want the kids to eat put it in jello uh, yeah. Yeah. Carrots and olives. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is awful. <laughs> I like awful. olives. No one should. No one should make that or force kids to eat it. But it's uh, yeah. it's what was there. It's like a pizza in, uh, in Jello, <laughs> suspended in Jello. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, sure. Why not? There's no wrong way to serve Jello. No. Just kind of one of those products that kind of you know fell off a cliff a little bit. Yeah. Well, let's see. Jello was a minor success until 1904. Is it a 1904? Is it a craft thing? Uh, it is now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I when I was again when I was a kid I there was never a I bet no more than a week went by when before there was another bowl of jello in the uh yeah. in the refrigerator and I guarantee you there was never any less than six boxes of jello in the cupboard ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's another one of those things where no one wants this. No one asked for it, but <laughs> God, it's around all the time. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if mom baked a cake or banana bread, she'd yell at us for, for eating, eating it. it. You're just eating it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the alternative is that Jello that's over there. I didn't. I didn't dislike uh, Jello. Yeah, I, I had nothing. I had no problem with Jello. I would. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Are we better off that there's less Jello being consumed in our country? Is it saving the planet any anyway? Horse hooves. You know, it's a it's a protein. Yeah. It's not a big carb thing. It's, you know, made out of boiled bones. There's a lot. I think there's it's pretty high in sugar, too, isn't it? It would have to be. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that makes it edible. <laughs> right. It's the right. sugar. Be disgusting. You just need to sugar. Some sort of. Yeah. It's like, you know, collagen. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without the sugar and the strawberry flavor, woof. I am not anti-Jello. I just want to be clear. I am not. Okay. It should be on the foods that made America. Oh, did you see? Oh, yeah. uh, it should be. Yeah. There's should a be. there's a new one. What was it? They were no. oh the Weber Grill the grill. No, I haven't. It's seen a new one. Anything on there. That'd be yeah. interesting. I'm gonna watch that before I watch Stars on Mars. <laughs> no, I am because no, I I tuned Why into do you it. Watch Stars on Mars. I tuned into it for a second, and the guy who was developing the grill because they said all these GIs came back from the war who had you know figured out how to cook during the on, war on a fire, on a fire. On coals, and on they a came flame. home and they wanted. They said, "Well, I can do this at home, yeah, and do it in my backyard a lot more, you know, because you know they were." Fighting the the Nazis. It seems odd that you'd want to continue out. do something that you did during the war. And if you learned a skill, and when that. these guys came home, there was basically 
the grill didn't exist in America unless you yeah. had a big barbecue pit in your backyard. You know those big stone block things. Yeah, you know that was yeah. that was what we cooked on mm-hmm. outside. And the GIs came home and said, "Well, we were cooking on these little ready- right, a little dinky, yeah." And Something the, that you the, pulled out of a Jeep exactly, and in the know, field. beat into a shape of yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing like that when they came yeah. back. And this, this GI well, that makes sense. Uh, said, well, we should make something like that. He, I, I, like I said, I walked in the middle of it, but it was the, the guy who was developing the Weber grill and his neighbors. Oh, and this always happens. We talked about it yesterday. He was mocked by his neighbors when they... <laughs> Came home with a couple of different prototypes. Of course. Yeah. And they'd go, what do you got over there, Sputnik? You know, because he had this big domed. Yeah, it was probably kind of a round yeah. looking thing. And he was making it in a metal shop that he worked in. Yeah. So he was he was kind of doing it on the side at work. And I, I recorded the whole thing, but that's all okay. I saw. But I thought, wow, we didn't have grills in this country pre until post-World War II when the GIs came home. We that have, makes all kinds of sense because we have, you know I never came, heard of the never saw the cowboys pull a Weber grill out of a chuck wagon. <laughs> no, they round they put a circle of stones around, <laughs> go get some sticks. Right, and that was cooking outside. Yeah, right, and they'd have a coffee pot over it, or Mister Nightlinger would have a big. You had the iron, tripod with the yeah, chain that dangled the the big pot with the cauldron, beans. yeah, or a Dutch oven. We didn't have hot rods. GIs came home and they said, yeah. I can make this car faster. Yeah. I can modify it. And, and that's how we got junky old thrown away Model Ts and, and they, Model As. And they and they built engines and stuck yeah. them in there and they rebuilt the front ends and all that stuff. And these yeah. guys, unbelievable. The stuff, we were like cavemen before those guys came home. Well, you know, World War II is quite a world changing event. In a lot of ways. So I've read that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't have a grill. You I never thought you know how you never thought about uh a full earth on the moon? <laughs> I never thought right. about well, it's such just a co- simple just cook it on the grill. Yeah. yeah. Well, look around you, you know. Where did solo cups come from? Where did Because we didn't from? have those, you know, before the days of the grill. Well, we had Num- the little Dixie cups that were in the bathroom when I was a no. kid, and we would go through those. We'd go through like 600 in a day. Mm. I'm going to get a drink. We, we brought <laughs> this up before, but it's worth mentioning again. Fish sticks. Yeah. You know, you don't... <laughs> you don't hear about Rutherford B. Hayes eating fish sticks at the White House. <laughs> no, he could put whatever shoe on whatever foot. Because right. he didn't have a right or left shoe no at the right time. Right or left shoes, you just, just kind of broke shoe. them in. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just <laughs> walking around in a couple of exclamation points, just <laughs> slapping your feet. <laughs> <laughs> just we were basically out of the cave. Yeah. So, and you know what turned that around? Besides World War II, free enterprise and capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, and being mocked by your neighbors while you're developing something. Well, what do you got yeah. going over there, that's, Weber? That's part of the Sputnik. That's part of the risk <laughs> reward. Part of uh, free enterprise. And the guy who came up with it, I think he worked at like the Weber's Iron and Steel. His name wasn't Weber. I don't think so. I'm, I have to watch it. That's like why I said, it's it. the Weber Grill because he developed it at 
Yeah, like I said, I'll have to get back to you. It's the new one okay. about the, the the foods or things. And there's a new series coming. And I hope my DVR has enough of the title in there because they kind of it's something about America that made America. But I, su- I can't remember what it was. But I'll I'll watch the promo. I remember the grills that were like it's kind of like a bird bath. Oh, only it was made out of metal, yeah. and you know it was very shallow. That's what I grew up with. And the uh, you know the the grill would be right right over the coals. It was good for a summer. Yeah. My parents had one for 10 years, I bet. Well, yeah, because you know, <laughs> spend $15 on something like that and just throw it away. What do you, what do you think? They came with that half hood, you know, that, yeah. mm-hmm. that covered. I don't know what that was supposed to do. Cover the food if it rained. It didn't have a lid. It just had a. Yeah. Like but a, I wonder. You know how they decided a more a of a bowl shape is better. That was part of the, that's kind of what I walked into. He was trying to figure out how to keep he the round top because he had a flat top to start with, and he figured yeah, out that yeah. a round top because they use Weber grills you know, on uh, barbecue brawl. You're looking at me with a blank expression, like you don't know what I'm talking about. I can guess what it is <laughs> just by the title. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Barbecue brawl. What a great name for a show. That's a Bobby Flay, uh, and then oh, Michael, what's his name? That bald-headed guy. Him and Flay are always giving each other the business. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, another person, but. Uh, the Weber Grill. That uh, so help mm-hmm. move the country along. Yeah, we have we have grills in this country. Outdoor, we really cooked everything in a like pot cut, on the stove. Cutting uh, like uh, I don't know, fifty-five gallon drums in half and putting stuff. Yeah. Uh, I putting the grill on top. Is that all? I have to I have to go back and watch. Yeah, because like before that, we just had your your big. Well, I'll go fire. You know, like the all day cook wood in there. You know, for two well, hours. You know, you said the uh, the, the GIs came back from the war and they knew how to cook over fire, and it was yeah. But we had cooked over fire. You know, everyone knew how to cook over fire not until the, about in the backyard. We didn't at some point <laughs> with we the, forgot all about it with the right. beer that and lawn chair cooking. Like I say, yeah. Well, yeah, you were going to do a solar cook with foil. <laughs> You know the cowboys were, you know, cooking over fire and cavemen were. You know, move move along. At some point, we forgot how to cook over fire and lost all the implements to do it. And I don't know. Yeah, the and GIs usually when came they, back. And, usually, when they do the whatevers that made America, there's a couple of different things. All I saw was the Weber grill, so I'm not sure what they paired with that. Yeah, and you know, another factor uh, is just the amount of wreckage of stuff. In World War II, because, you know, if you're in the war, somewhere around you was something that was beat up, blown up, torn apart, wrecked, that you could grab and salvage and make something out of. Well, those guys came home with a lot of knowledge of how to make things work once they were wrecked, too. They putting things back together. Yeah. You know, shortcutting this or that. So so. they got creative. Mm Mm-hmm. These guys yeah. were really they, – they were clever. takes a lot of brains yeah, to and, win a war. And hungry, right? too. Cause That's what they, won us the war. They yeah. wanted something to eat because, yeah. 
there's a dead horse over there. Let's yeah. cut it up but and again, eat it. But again, blew my mind when they said, uh, yeah. yeah, we really didn't have grills in this country pre-World yeah. War II. Yeah, because you yeah. had them your whole life. We'd have interstates. We'd have grills. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have nothing. It's, it's. I was talking to my son about, you know, those days, and he said, I always picture the time when you grew up as everything's in black and white. I thought, black and white? No, man. I'm the space age, the computer age. Jamie, the future. Jamie yeah. Johnson put it best. You should have seen it in color. That's right. Yeah, yeah it was really scary. Bill.